Welcome to Reverse Psychology, the Frasier Rewatch podcast where we go backwards through every episode of the show. Tonight, we are covering Season 11, Episode 8, Murder Most Maris, which originally aired on November 11th, 2003. Is this the surprise part two we are treating as a part one? We'll find out. I'm your host, Curtis Sheck. Joining me as always, it's our resident upside downer, it's Ryan Sansone. Curtis, thrilled to be here. I love murder mystery parties. Also with us today, our family spokesman, Bradley Kirkston. Is that a positive or a negative? Well, if you watch the episode, you'd know it's a negative. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. And today we're also joined by a very special guest. It's Frank Sullivan. Hello. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Well, uh, before we dive into the episode, Frank, I, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your your relationship to this show, Frasier. Why, why did you, why did you uh, like this show enough to agree to be on this ridiculous podcast? What do you mean relationship? He's not, he's not married to it. I thought, you, you mean you guys aren't married to it? No, that's not even legal in this state. We are married to the commitment of producing top quality podcasts. <laughs> well said. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I'd watched like random episodes growing up and then I, I don't know, I think about maybe like four years ago, we just, streamed through and like just kind of crushed it like watched every single episode over well, frank, a couple months frank, we go back to elementary school how come you never told me you were into smart shit like this is a huge revelation yeah, i've always liked smart shit what, what are you classifying as smart shit other than fraser obviously books and fraser that's it those are pretty much the two. Oh, do you drink wine too no okay no. Goodness. no that's no <laughs> What, what kind of other like smart TV shows are you talking about? I assume you just the documentaries would be the only other smart thing. It's just documentaries and Frasier. Are you big Jeopardy fans? I did like Jeopardy. Yeah. No, Smart Guy counts. Smart Guy counts as a smart person show. Did you watch? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh yeah. I did not. And were you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> was not. Okay, so when you so you started crushing Frasier, did you like it or was it just like I've started streaming it? I'm not going to stop. No, I liked it. Yeah, Why? It was. It was it's a smart show. It's qu- quick and witty. So wait, wait I, I am curious because you said you, you watch random episodes growing up or whatever. So that, you know, it was a show that was on. So that makes sense. But wh- what made you just a few years ago randomly decide to like put it on? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. I think we may have either just finished watching Seinfeld or... And you, you forgot that the, the sequel to, to Seinfeld wasn't Frasier, but that was the sequel to Cheers. Doesn't have access to Curb. It, it is not, in fact, Frasier. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know what the leap was that actually made us watch it, but... I think it is we, fitting. Seinfeld, we did. People are deceptively... The Seinfeld guys are deceptively terrible, uh, just like Frasier. So I think they do fit as a, as a nice one-two punch. Yeah, that's true. I could definitely see that. They are all deceptively terrible. Is... I mean, Frazier's deceptive, but is he is he is he not uh, kind of openly terrible? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's. <laughs> well, I guess you could introduce him in Cheers as a bad guy, but that's true. Hey, well, many parts of the episode we watched, uh, he's definitely uh, terrible. This is yeah, this so is... you you probably haven't been rewatching him all with us. He's uh, this is one of his better episodes as far as behavior. <laughs> yeah, uh, so far th- th- this is not a, a showcase of his. Uh, most benevolent moments. I'm at this point pretty <laughs> confident we will not be getting any of that. I think that's very plausible. <laughs> well, should we dive into this week's episode? Let's Why? do it, homie what? G. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like the G's in Hollywood. <laughs> I no longer, I no longer want to do it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right, Curtis, can we do it like the G's in Hollywood, please? Come on. All right. We 
open with a helicopter over Seattle and a recap everyone hopefully skipped. Frazier and Marty rush over to be with Niles and Daphne, having heard the news that Maris murdered someone. Marty takes Niles down to the station to talk to the police when they find out that he gave her the murder weapon that very day. First off, you forgot to you forgot to mention the letters were gold. Didn't forget they're always gold. It doesn't need repeating. Uh, so obviously I uh, skipped the preview. Yes. Had to. Same. Uh, I was so confused as to where we were. <laughs> it's like, have I seen this? I don't think I've seen this. What, can I ask, whatever platform you watched it on, did it have a button to skip the, the no, recap? No, I had, to do it by, I had to do it by hand. It was all rough. No, mine did have a button to skip it. Okay, well, mine didn't. What? How has that helped me? Paramount Plus, if you're interested in being a sponsor, please contact Reverse Psychology. I also watched Paramount Plus. I did not see a button to skip. Oh, well, Curtis, you just weren't looking for the right buttons. Well, I really like to be a sponsor. Step your game up. Give me a preview skipping thing. Give me a button. Yeah, so am I the only one that is thinking Niles would be a terrible person to commit a crime with? Like... This is not his good skill set being used here. We saw an entire episode dedicated to that very premise. Yeah, this and it's not surprising. It's Niles is sheepish. He's timid. He's nervous. Terrible person to commit crime with. Correct. But the apartment's cool. The apartment's pretty cool, right? Well, again, I didn't know what it was. I thought <laughs> I thought we were in like a funeral or something. I don't know what the hell was going it does. On. It does sort of feel that way. Yeah, that's you, funny that you didn't know where we were. How long did it take you to realize it was a place of residence? I think they say it in like the third scene or something like like some point they mentioned that it's his place, but it took a while. Uh, so I'm just sitting there like, all right, I guess we're here for a while. But pretty cool apartment, right? Like it's much nicer than my apartment. Yeah, I don't think apartments are shaped the way this apartment is. It's very like bowl shaped. I think there's two separate areas where there's stairs and then. Yes. It's funny you say that because I feel like uh, Frasier in particular is one of those shows that famously the the main Frasier apartment set is one that has often been criticized as being impossible to exist. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any yeah. sense. If you like, there there are layouts online you can find where they show you like what it would look like as a, like a just a uh, a, a good, blueprint layout, and it doesn't make about any his, sense. His apartment, Frasier's apartment. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with that? Other than there's like a huge fireplace that no one that's. Like the couch has turned its back to. It's just like the all the rooms just jet out in weird ways, and it doesn't it doesn't make logical sense. But it, uh, it looks like a starfish. Yeah. Is there a Niles uh, blueprint? Because that looks, I'll have to look for that one. That would have to be way crazier. I mean, I've yet to see any room but that main room. But still, the shape's got to be bonkers. So I am so excited to watch Fraser get punched in the face. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Harps on a lot this episode, but oh my god, I'm, I'm counting down the minutes I get to watch that happen. This is not an episode that really has a lot to do with Frazier, but boy, does he have a tendency of making every scene about him. Uh, <laughs> he is really good at that in this episode. Uh, yeah. He does. He makes everything all about himself constantly. That's what I was kind of saying earlier about he's just not a, an awful person in this episode, just like he is fairly often. Once again, this is what way easily one of his better episodes behavior wise. I, I will say he had a he had a great slash messed up joke when he goes, uh, the only thing bears could kill is a dinner party. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like when uh, when uh, they all kind of react negatively to that. They're all just like yeah. too soon, like not <laughs> not okay. <laughs> yeah, so we still I still haven't really formally met Maris. Guess who? 
Maris? It's it is interesting that uh, she's she's not a good dinner party guest because I feel like the Fraser people, even though we've yet to see it, they're big dinner party folk. Am I allowed to reference anything from? the rest you're, of the series you're or? not allowed to spoil anything for me for, for you, us yeah. in the upside down you, you can you can reference anything that happened after this episode which i am imagining since you didn't recently watch them backwards like we did you probably don't have a <laughs> strong recollection of what no. they were but the only time we've seen maris so far she was hidden in we didn't see her person and she was hidden in i think a painting and she was she made no she didn't talk but she was fed some smoothie and then she spat it back out Okay, yeah, that's I trying to be careful about what I say then, but okay. It's really Bye. hard. It's really hard, Frank. Welcome yeah. to <laughs> Well, it's hard to be in the upside down too, because we're in apartments that we don't even know we didn't even know it was an apartment. So it kinda looks like a like an old timey library. Like it doesn't quite look like an apartment really. Yeah, definitely not. How about the one scene where Niles is just rambling about different things that Maris liked and stuff, and I didn't understand a word he was saying. Is what? this in the first scene, or have you jumped ahead? Yeah. No, 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 in the first scene when he's, when he... Um, You're talking about when he's recapping the lunch? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just rambling. And Frazier is so delighted. He's like, tell the yes. story, and, and Marty goes, no, do yes. not tell the story. Yes. Well, this is, it was bonkers when he starts talking about the fact that they had lunch. Like, he, he, at some point we find out he sneaks off to have lunch. I, I can't make heads or tails why he would do this. This seems like a terrible move, especially when you have a pregnant wife who will kill him. Oh, yeah. She has the means and is definitely willing. I loved the antique crossbow bit. Big fan of that. Is that what you're talking about when the ramble, Brad? Uh, yeah, when he explains when he explains lunch, and then wants to tell an additional story, and Frazier wants to hear the story, but the dad does not. Because we have to set up to, uh, how how complicit Niles is, and it's the fact that he gives out antique crossbows. We also get that great joke at the very end, which you you have. I don't think you've met her Daphne's mother. I don't know if she's a, a character. That showed up. I have no okay. idea. Who you're I know her brother showed up at the wedding. Yeah. But um, but yeah. I, I, regardless of whether or not you know anything about her, I think it's funny that. Then she wants to stay at the house until she finds out her mom is coming over. Then she's like, let's yeah. get out of there. Immediately. This is, a, uh, I think, our biggest Daphne episode so far. As far as, like, lines said. In I feel like you told. say that as often as you I say. say I, as often as I say it's the best episode they've had. You say that it's somebody's biggest well, episode because, yet. Because if you start with an episode, like, if you say one line, one episode, then you say two lines the next, and then three lines. It continues to get bigger. It's, yeah, it's a little different. This one, I mean, she's she's very much in this scene doing doing work, and then we get her again in the later scene. I actually would say this is a really good ensemble episode. Like all the characters get some good meat to do. It's not, I mean, it's obviously a Niles first and foremost episode, but everybody gets a lot to do. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's more nice just to not have such a Fraser heavy episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Fraser barely is involved. Or sorry, as a as a uh, reference to our next scene, a Fraser episode. <laughs> Well, with that, we get our first title card. Fraser with a V. Esteban and Maris broke up. He confronts her while she is practicing with the crossbow, and she killed him in self-defense. We learn this after Niall spent all night with the police, now exhausted. He is choosing to suppress his feelings and remain calm. Yeah, I mean, a great, a great scene for nicknames. Really good Peaches scene totally names. makes sense as a name for Niles. Yes. 100%. And then, we, and then we have Fraser for Fraser, so two great nicknames. I don't think that's a nickname. That's what I'm going to be calling him. Sure. 
So, so my wife was in the room for this scene for about four minutes, and she just she looks at Daphne and goes, "This is weird maternity fashion." Referencing <laughs> Daphne, I didn't even notice the maternity fashion. To be honest with you, I didn't either. You've never been a pregnant lady, so well, what really was odd about it? I don't. I didn't ask her. I just thought that she walked out of the room after that. <laughs> so oh, hold on. I didn't have any follow up. My wife next to me, and she actually watched that episode with me too. Was there something odd about Daphne's maternity wear during that episode? She just shrugged and said it was old. <laughs> well, it definitely was old. Yeah, I don't think anybody is in that room with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were going to make up a thing, that would be that would be it. <laughs> You wouldn't know my wife. She's from Canada. She goes to another school. <laughs> Frank, I want you to know that uh, my dad still refers to Steph as imaginary. I, I was just about to ask if he still does. <laughs> keep it. Keep in mind, everybody. He's actually met her too. He still uh-huh, does. Yeah. Oh yeah. Multiple times. Uh, okay. I, I, so one of the great uses of the upside down, we find out that Maris very much is a, is a flight risk. Obviously they, they're heavy handed with a joke around it, but we know, absolutely know for a fact she's a flight risk. Yeah. They were right on with that assessment for sure. Did you guys notice the weird cut, cut to Marty in one of the scenes for a second? No, I don't it, know what you yeah. just mentioned. I don't know what you just said. When they're on the sofa, uh, they cut to Marty for like a second for his reaction from Fraser, and it's like real grainy, and it does not look like it fits. It, it was like real weird, right in the middle of that scene. Oh, you know? like they had a, they had a, they had like a close up on him or something, and it was yeah. it was a different uh, like like it was not the same film stock or something. Yeah, it was really weird. It, it lasted like two seconds. No, he's just really old, man. He just has bad complexion. R.I.P. Maybe, maybe they're like, oh man, we we didn't get the coverage we needed. Let's just find a clip from him from like season one. <laughs> just throw that in. I could see them doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen some of the the cheap special effects this show does. It, yeah. it would not surprise me at all if they were just like, well, this looks terrible, but nobody cares. <laughs> But I wonder if he would crack up a lot during this stuff because there was definitely I think it was in that episode because um, we did watch a couple more after that one so it may have been a later one but uh, where they would be they'd say something that no one was supposed to be laughing at and you could see Marty just cracking up in the background. He's just That's too old fun. to keep it together. Yeah, uh, we did not notice that because uh, we do not notice things. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly Brad's department, and he's very bad at noticing things. He's bad at all of his jobs. I, I have a 72% success rate at that job. No, no, you do not. Yes, that's what the that's what our um, auditors have told me. <laughs> so, Frank, you have a baby. How much did you love uh, Niall's line of, oh, there'll be plenty of time to sleep after the baby's born? Uh, I, yep, I commented on that immediately. Like, <laughs> as it happened. I was like, yeah, okay, bud. Yeah, screwed. <laughs> great, great way to end the scene, though. Great way to end the scene. Well, it's the only problem is that we don't get uh, like one season of Niles where he's got a baby and it's just miserable. That's well, they true. Are, they are rebooting the show, so maybe that'll be a storyline twenty years later. Famously, not signing on for the reboot, David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, really? well, maybe, yeah, they're just talking about him. That's too bad. It is too bad. It's the only reason I'd want to watch. Um, I will say, there's one other uh, joke that I thought was great was uh, in talking about Maris. He says, you do learn something about a woman when you've slept in the room next to hers for 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> they had a really good relationship. Clearly. 
We get another title card, Fair and Unbalanced. Niles is at the coffee shop where he reveals Maris has been calling him repeatedly from jail. When the media arrives, Niles sneaks out and Fraser steps up to be the family spokesman, calling for Maris and Niles' executions in a Freudian slip. Yeah, I mean, Niles does not know how jail works. What do you mean? Like, he just thinks it's, like, totally fine that she caught him. Like, he doesn't seem surprised by that. The whole deal with with her putting the shoes out and him being surprised that someone took the shoes. He really does not understand jail. I, I don't think he was surprised that someone took the shoes. She was. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, like, she is, like, it'd be one thing if he was, like, I, I was expecting her to call, but she hasn't called. Why hasn't she called? Yeah, she's in jail. Of course she didn't call. But she is calling him. So, like... <laughs> He is getting calls from her. Like, why would he be surprised that... I don't know. I feel like he'd be a little surprised that it was still happening. I've never been to jail, so I don't really know. So you don't know about That's jail. a mistake. The police are going to remedy very soon, I hope. I know that at one point we talked about Ryan going to jail for a season to help us out. So we'll yeah, get back to sure you. If we release some of the, the cut footage of you, we'll, we can get you in jail. Well, later. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure it, it would be the fourth member of our group. He's the one that probably thinks he can survive jail. Yes. Um, Frank. So, Frank thinks he can survive jail. Uh, I was talking about Vitaly. Oh, I can. <laughs> Frank, what's your relationship to jail? <laughs> oh, I, I would get my ass beat so badly. I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make it. <laughs> I'd just give up. <laughs> I'd just give up. It's all over. So obviously the second that they said that Frazier was going to talk to the press, we all knew he was going to mess something up, right? Like that was a given. Well, it was a clear setup for a joke. Well, it, this, uh, is, this is fun for the upside dad because it's, Last episode, or maybe it was two episodes, Niles was hella famous. Very clear he's not famous at this point, which was interesting. Uh, you know, I was so hoping you were going to pick up on that, Ryan, but sometimes you don't. So I'm just really glad you actually picked <laughs> up on that and remember that. Yeah, well, well, I did. So here we are. I thought that was going to be another thing I was going to have to explain to you. How, how, how would you have explained it? I would have said to you, do you remember the episode from two weeks ago? And you would have gone, oh, yeah. (laughs) Great impression. Solid impression. (laughs) That actually is pretty good. (laughs) I I thought that uh, the way he sets it up, you don't know how these media types will like cut up what you say and and edit it to make you look bad. I was expecting him to say something sensible and have it cut up to, to be terrible, but he just literally says, I hope my brother's executed. I, I didn't think that he would call for his brother's head. That was surprising. It's such a random line out of nowhere, too. He's doing so well that he goes, execution. Yeah, I think exonerated, the next logical thing isn't executed. I don't think that's the, the, the slip-up I would have. Having never given a speech to the media... And I love the media just takes it and moves on. Should we try that? Should we try giving speeches to the media this week? See if we slip up and ask for people's heads to be rolled? I think we have to be implicated in murder to get them to want to talk to us. Well, I Um, think think I'm the only one in this group that's ever been on the news live. Why were you you on the news live? For for an event once at work, I was on the news live once for the event. It is very scary. And were you exonerated or were you executed? No, I actually somehow did a good job, but I probably said the word amazing and exciting about 300 times because that's all I ever say. But uh, it was very scary. It is not why can't fun. You, why can't you bring that kind of success rate to this show? I, I mean, because I don't get paid enough. <laughs> I don't think you get paid enough at your work to have spoken well to the press. I get, I get paid in holla. That's a different conversation for a different day. Frank, how much do you get paid? <laughs> <laughs> Frank, what's your relationship to wages? <laughs> Poor. 
you, Frank, Frank, I think you would do very, I, knowing you for a long time, I think you would do very well speaking to the press. Like, you would give no fucks. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, no, I probably wouldn't give two shits. Probably would say something. Is success speaking to the press not giving a shit? Because I'm not sure that's true. I think it helps <laughs> it, that it, you would avoid calling for someone's execution when you don't mean to. You won't you be nervous, but you, if you don't care, you might say terrible things that make you look bad because you don't give a shit. I think Frank might have implicated Maris, but he wouldn't have called for Niles's head. <laughs> I would have done it more subtly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'd have done it on purpose. Oh yes, but on purpose, but subtle. Why is that? You should you should try to implicate your brother-in-law to something, and then see how you defend him to the press. <laughs> Don't give me ideas, man. <laughs> Let's look at the positives of Fraser's speech. He did not make Maris look worse than she already looks, so that's a positive. It was a good speech up until he calls for the execution. Uh, of his brother and sister-in-law? I mean, it was, it was a well-delivered speech, but he does kind of start off by saying, there is a tragic murder, and the only thing more tragic is the media asking about it. Like, like, that is kind of his initial take, which isn't actually that great. I think that's great. Put put them on the defense. They're like, oh man, we are really screwing these people over. These innocent people. The media, famously reflective. <laughs> the news has a field day with the Fraser gaff, but while Daphne doesn't take it well, Niles continues to be chipper. She makes him sleep on the couch, and Fraser reveals Niles' secret history of mental breaks caused by repressed emotional stress. Oh, man. Love a lot of what's happening in this scene. Uh, Niles, Niles be crazy. Well, Daphne's on fire. And yeah. Niles, yeah. Niles, like, the no fucks given Niles is great. Like, obviously, he's going to explode later. Like, that isn't surprising, but I love the way that they do that in this scene. Yeah. Agreed. And then Frazier start playing the victim card. Like, you actually kind of have peak a lot of people in this scene. Yeah. I mean, Frazier being Frazier. The only thing that surprised me about this episode, really, is that Every time, like, Fraser keeps bringing up the, the punch. Yeah. Why, does that, why does that surprise you? Well, it surprised me that it works. Every time, everybody reacts like, oh, you're yeah. right. We should treat you nicer. But, like, exactly. why? Why should, they, why should they be affected at all by that at this point? They shouldn't have been affected the first time. The first time right. I thought it was odd that they all were like, oh, yeah, you're <laughs> right. And then it just kept kept happening oh, well that so that's one of those weird ones for the upside down for one we haven't seen the punch yet so we don't know what's going on i assume he deserved it for one. Oh, he definitely i i don't have any recollection of the previous episode he deserved it but two, <laughs> i may, maybe it's his first punch ever i don't know it, it it was weird the way they all reacted to it multiple times we get him at the end thankfully but it's it, it was strange he's just such a good psychiatrist he's able to use other people's emotions against them and make them feel bad for him. I would say he's a, I don't know if he's a, he's clearly not a good psychiatrist. We've had zero evidence of that. He's a good victim. Yeah, he is a good victim. He's exploited right. victims enough to know that he, how to, how to play the cards. <laughs> I mean, the episode where, uh, cause I think you guys would have covered it already where it's him and, um, and why am I blanking on his ex's name? Uh, uh Lilith. Yeah, Lilith. Fraser expects me to indulge in another one of his silly little fantasies tonight, that he always wanted to make love with an alien. Yeah, that episode, I think, it was either the next episode or the one right after. That was when we just um, watched, yeah. Yeah, they don't make him actually work through any process, but, like, he solved that uh, married couple's issues real quick, or at least identified okay. the issue. Okay, we We Couple gave the credit to Lilith. 
Yeah, this was the first time we've seen Fraser be confident, competent in anything, and it's right next to Lilith, and she's probably doing the heavy lifting. Okay. We just have to assume because it's like That's three fair. or four episodes later, he destroys a, a lady's world. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I wrote "fuck your Belgium cracker." Uh, oh yes, yeah. so that, that's uh, so. So uh, Daphne is on fire because she she says she needs uh, she she does upset stomach, and Fraser offers to get her some crackers after she says her joke about uh, uh. yeah. She she once again is is uh, giving him shit for his uh, Freudian slip, and so he brings her crackers, and then oh, she gets really upset with Niles and just pisses all over the crackers. Not literally. Also, as an as annoying. As annoying as every single thing that uh, every time Frazier does the victim card, every time Daphne does the slip-up move is great. We know you were only trying to ruin our lives. <laughs> I mean, help. Easily yeah. her best. She's landed three or four of them this episode. All of them are amazing. Uh, there's also, uh, are Belgium's famous for their crackers? I know them for their waffles, so we know they do a little bit of bread. I don't think they do crackers well. I think, I think uh, Frazier is uh, just like, I imported these from Europe. They are yeah. good. I think I think that's the thing with Fraser. He doesn't care how good they are. He cares that they're from another country, and he can say. Yeah, you had to. There's not like you can't just go online and be like, "Oh, let me find obscure crackers." He must have heard that they were good in some fashion. This was 2003. He wasn't going online to buy crackers online. He had a cracker. Yeah, so you have to assume he went to Belgium, had an amazing cracker, and his life was changed. They have to be kind of good. I think you're giving way it's, too much credit to Fraser. Yeah, it's Fraser. He just bought them to be snooty how do you discover them though how, like it I probably don't know. has a like world market style uh grocery that he goes Correct. to and the guy who works there has figured out how to get a sale and it's just tell him it's from belgium <laughs> correct oh this is this is some olives from luxembourg right you can't <laughs> say correct to to curtis speculator correct <laughs> is that a wait is that is he saying correct because he's seen that scene is this a spoiler do we need a spoiler alert? Spoiler jail. Oh yeah, you're in the penalty box. <laughs> Correct. No. So I do like I do like at the end of the scene Daphne's comment to as she was like freaking out on Niles and she and she says, You did, so we are, so you are. I thought that was so funny. Little tough out of context to comment on that response. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You 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 you, you Is that what I'm supposed to say? You got rid of the setup. You just gave us the punchline. Um, well, I was hoping someone else was going to say that part, and then we easily the worst thing to provide just the punchline for. Well, okay. So before that, uh, yeah, love. There's so as believable as it is that Fra- uh, Fraser is real snooty about his Belgium cracker. There is zero chance that he's kept a secret of Niles this long. Hmm. I think he just forgot That's about true. it. To be honest, he would have. He would have told it the same week he found out about it. But I, okay, no. So I, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. Say I feel like we can't. I feel like without without uh, yeah, yeah, spoilers, yeah. it's gonna be hard to, to defend that. I think. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I think uh-huh. you and I are thinking the same thing, Curtis, and we can't. Like, yeah. Before we move on from that, I, I just want to say that uh, I do think it is delightful the way he says, "Oh, right, I was sworn to secrecy." Well, here <laughs> it is. Let me tell you immediately. <laughs> yeah, he 
He didn't balk for a second. Although I wouldn't respect a secret that old either at this point. Yeah, there's a statute of limitations for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I did note at this point, though, that Fraser had a very different energy in this episode than we've seen him. I think in any episode except maybe that last one where he gives that heartfelt speech. I do like at the end of that that whole run with Daphne where Niles comes back into the scene and he has got betting and limps and is like still chipper as could be. Just like, <laughs> yep, everything's fine. Let me just sleep <laughs> on this couch. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly how I would be. Yeah, I do believe that. You you suppress things well. I do, and then I... Oh. Yeah, and then it goes poorly, yeah. That's how suppression then you, works. Then you see, shoot somebody with an ancient crossbow, and... <laughs> he only did that once, and he's been exonerated. <laughs> I do like a good crossbow. Don't tell Who me doesn't? that. Well, Brad shouldn't. He has no, like, motor skills, fine or otherwise. There's no Brad on this podcast. There, there's no Brad on this podcast, so, you know. And he has no people skills. I forgot. So at the end of the scene, I do have one question. So, so Frazier offers him a sherry on the balcony. Those people are insufferable boys unless they have a glass in their hands. Sherry not. And they go out, which they, they almost never go on that balcony. But for, for the purposes of this scene, of course, the chopper is going to come and the news, the news helicopter is going to interrupt their, their sherry. But what news helicopters really swirling around apartment buildings waiting to get a glimpse of a guy have like on a balcony like what what were they hoping to capture again again it's 2003 in seattle this is probably a huge news story they had nothing else to talk about so so it was like (laughs) oh let's watch these two white dudes and see what we can get out of them well i i would say a little bit spoiler alert curtis spoiler jail oh yeah you're in the penalty box Because it did seem like that was a very natural move that we get a couple times a season uh, to go out the balcony and discuss crimes. I'm only, honestly, God, my memory of the rest of the show is actually very limited. I'm speaking specifically of what we've seen so far. We I'm very rarely... at least a sherry on the balcony scene at least at least two or three times a season. Okay. I feel like that happened a couple times. It's been a long time since I've seen most of the show, but okay, I want to yell but spoiler I... alert, but that doesn't sound like what. No, no, but even I can think of two other times in the in the. That's definitely a spoiler. No, in the in the reverse episodes that we've watched already, that they've gone out of the balcony. Brian, they you have to stop assuming we're spoiling things when we're just talking about what you've already yes. seen. Well, I was just saying. <laughs> Well, I know every time that they've gone to the balcony so far. In the last episode, they they have a drink casually on the balcony. Every other time it's been plot-driven. I think it would have been hilarious if they had made it where, like, all these people, like the chopper, wasn't actually for them. It was just them thinking everything's about them as usual. Oh, that would have been a fun punch-up. That's probably canon, honestly. That, that makes way more sense. They're trying to find out what was happening in the apartment below. There's There's, like, a jumper. <laughs> Like one floor down, like threatening to kill themselves. <laughs> Obviously, it'd be a dark joke, but like that would be an amazing scrambled egg scene. <laughs> All right, that's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> At the coffee shop, Roz gets the literal last straw, which sets off Niles, who is soon naked reading the newspaper. She threatens everyone in the shop for their silence, and Fraser tries to counsel him, wrapping him up in aprons to get him home. It's weird seeing oh, Roz and it's it's weird seeing Roz and Niles being like buddies and not like throwing one liners at each other. Are they buddies in this? I feel like they're not mean to each other. Well, I mean you start off the scene pretty much pretty much during the last straw bit, which, which was so great. <laughs> it was as heavy handed as it was, it was it was excellent. Yeah. Well, you're about to get his on that. deliver his delivery on uh the last straw. <laughs> You're about to get a last straw bit from me if you keep calling me Brad. What do you mean, Brad? My name yeah, is Brad, Bradley. What are you about, Brad? 
Why did you put like a, why'd you put like a twang on that? Like a like a dude rancher. That's how it sounds to me when you say my name like that. We apologize. We will get your name right. So Lee, what did you want to say? It sounds like you're saying Bradley still even more. So I I appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, so Brad. What do you, what has anyone ever, has anyone ever denied you a straw? I feel like you wouldn't handle it well either. Absolutely. No, it's, it's to me, denying a straw is also the same thing as giving a paper straw. So yes, all the time. <laughs> well, and if you want to talk about things that are, are re- resembling Brad, uh, when, I'm sorry, Brad. Brad. When, uh, Sounds exactly when, the same. When Niall says, don't touch me, that felt very bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say when Niall just, just randomly shops at a coffee shop, that sounds like Brad. Well, the only the only difference between you and Niles in this scene is Niles is clearly having a breakdown while stripping. You would just do that because you forgot you were in public. Uh, correct. Sometimes you just have to get naked. Sometimes. <laughs> but I mean, I I'm thrilled we got the breakdown. There was the, it. It did seem for a second like maybe we weren't going to get it, and oh man, it comes through in spades in exactly <laughs> the place I would hope for it to happen. This show mm-hmm. is at the top of its game when its characters are getting naked. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's dead on. <laughs> I think a lot of shows would have chose to do this in Fraser's apartment, and it, uh, obviously thrilled that it happens in a coffee shop. Couldn't pick a better place for a breakdown. I absolutely love when he's naked reading the paper. He's so calm. He's so just committed to the paper, and he just does not give a fuck about anything else. Or does he? Is he thinking about anything else? I just love how Roz is like threatening everybody. Like yeah. no hey. one's going to report any of this. He's Roz, not even Roz steps up and is so fun in this scene. <laughs> the minute the guy says I'm calling the cops and she's like, the hell you are. This man's tips alone have probably paid for all the pot you'll ever smoke. <laughs> Such a good line. Such a good line. I think it's uh, entirely fair that uh, Niles thought he was dreaming because he is a character on Frasier. There's a lot of dreaming in this show. A lot of dreaming. <laughs> did love the, a lot of people having that dream wine right now <laughs> I'm actually I will say we were talking earlier about uh, Frazier's uh, no evidence he's good at his, his job as a psychiatrist uh, I was kind of surprised at how good he was at just getting through denials and getting him out of there quickly like he really counter, connected it's very different being a psychiatrist and being a brother he's just being he just has dealt with Niles in the past says no That's evidence true. that he's good at his job withdrawn he he was way better in like a pressure situation than I expected him to be. Like I expected him to just fall apart, but he actually was helpful. You know what's fair? I think Frazier, if he was the one doing something embarrassing, he would be he would make it so much worse by his attempt to fix it. But when somebody else is embarrassing themselves, he's calm as a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's the phrase. I don't think the phrase is calm as a cucumber. I think it's it's cool as a cucumber. Oh, you're right. I mean, Uh, cucumbers are calm. (laughs) They don't get pretty agitated, but... uh, But pickles, they're irascible. Well, you get a spicy pickle, man. Things can go off. That was my nickname in high school. Spicy pickle. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, no surprise that Niles has had a major breakdown before and probably stripped in public. Yeah, you know, do what you're good at. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Have a breakdown? Is that what you're suggesting Niles no, do? I, I meant I meant get naked in public. That's what he's good at. He is fast. I mean, he gets yeah. he gets undressed in a jiffy. So I think the biggest disappointment of this episode is I would 
we we really get let down by not having Roz do some sort of bank heist. She would be perfect <laughs> robbing a bank. Yep. She's very confident. I'm yeah, not exactly. convinced she hasn't. She she has the line about uh, there's nothing worse than waking up naked with a bunch of cops around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another great ending to a seat. It was like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Niles rests for 20 hours and attacks all the people who have loved him and supported him through this. This is considered in sitcom psychobabble as a breakthrough. The murder plot isn't tied up in a bow after 22 minutes, but pancakes really do solve everything. Ryan, you're the only person here that's actually slept 20 hours. Would you like to start us off? <laughs> have I? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't slept 20 hours this last year total. Uh, I mean, you would be obviously refreshed. You would be a very different man. Would you just insult everybody that's been trying to help you for the last day? Yeah, I probably would. You definitely would. Absolutely. Be like, oh, I'm so fresh. I'm so quick. And he was quick. He had some great comments. Well, one of those comments really, I I really, really rubbed up against it because he says, I'd have been home from that jail an hour earlier if you hadn't convinced your buddies to let you squeeze off a few rounds into a dumpster. I'm pretty sure he meant that his father was shooting a gun. Yeah. But it did not strike me initially like that was what he was talking about. That's Even if that's what he means, that's actually, that's weirder. If he, I assumed (laughs) that he meant he shot into the dumpster, but shooting into a dumpster is crazy. He was an ex-cop. He can do that. Didn't they say he was doing it with a couple of his cop buddies? Yeah, exactly. But now you're worried about like bullet ricochet. No, not if if you're a good cop. Shitting, what do you mean? <laughs> nah. What? The, those ninety cops—they knew exactly what they were doing at all times. They knew exactly how to shoot into a dumpster. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Uh, I think I honestly think it's weirder. I don't know what the dumpster formation is, but I honestly think it's weirder to shoot guns into a dumpster than it is for a group of men to shit into a dumpster. I agree. I'm with you on that. Definitely weirder to shoot a gun into a dumpster. Okay, but you're only saying that because of your own personal experiences. I've I definitely never shat or shat. I never shat a gun into a dumpster. <laughs> then you haven't lived. I should try living. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, are you just shooting at the side of a dumpster? Do you have a top view? How could this possibly work? Top view sounds dangerous as all hell. Probably. I don't know. Maybe you're on a roof. I I don't know. Brad, you're you're the expert on murder. Yeah. Um. No, you don't have to be on a roof. How? Okay. If I give you a gun, which no one should ever do, for the record. Regardless Correct. of whatever laws are in your state, Brad should never have a gun. How Correct. would you shoot into a dumpster? Um, direct. What does that mean? <laughs> what do you I would, mean? I would just look at that dumpster and be like, "It's your what time." What do you mean? Look into it. What are you saying? It's your time. To, to Why the are you soul, the dumpster? To the soul of the dumpster. And I what would are just you be t- like, "It's time, dumpster. Don't be the dumpster." But they weren't killing the dumpster. What? What? Because it's what? Yeah, you got to kill the dumpster. What is your angle? What do you mean? When you're looking into the soul of the dumpster, what part of the dumpster are you looking into? Oh, oh, right in the middle. Straight right in the middle. What do you mean the middle? The middle of the side of it? The middle of of the top view? The front middle. That's going to ricochet at you. Nope. Nope. Not not if you're a 90s cop. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I do do have uh, an upside down question. So Okay. In, a, in an episode or two, we're going to have Marty's gun go off. Do you think this 
was the impetus that got that gun back in the mix. They started talking about his his gun again. What? Just because they reference it? Yeah, I'm I don't saying, think they, like, I don't think they referenced it. I think they didn't reference. Shooting. They didn't reference this episode in that episode. I'm just saying. Do you think that uh, the reason? Oh, I, I'm saying I don't think they reference his gun in this episode. No, they don't. They talk what about shooting into a dumpster. No, they say firing one off. Wait, what are they? How do they word it? Squeeze off a few rounds. Squeezed off a few rounds. Yeah, that's poop. into a dumpster. I guess you squeeze a trigger, but you really squeeze a poop. <laughs> I, if you squeeze a trigger, you got to get that tuned right or whatever you do to guns. I think if Brad ever did have access to a gun and he squeezed a trigger, I think he would poop at the same time. Nah, <laughs> I'd be so good with a gun. No, no, you wouldn't. Be Brad the gunman. It's Brad. Pronounce it right. No, no, it's Brad. Brad. I, I hear no difference every time. Brad you say would squeeze one into a dumpster. Uh, all right, so to the scene. Uh, <laughs> he uh, Niles goes off on Maris. Uh, she keeps talking about how she's alone. It's like, yeah, you're alone because you murdered your boyfriend. You didn't have to be alone. Yeah, it was. It was great that you know vintage Niles was back. He's ready to fuck up the world. Bad boy Niles. Bad boy, boy Niles. To see him. He hasn't even had pot yet. I can't believe he's such a bad boy. Yeah, bad boy Niles. I also, I did like, uh, what what an indignant statement Niles gives where he's like, Daphne, my wife Daphne comes first. It's like, this. at no point in the rest of the series do we see this to be true. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Frazier's an asshole again in the scene. Yeah, but he does offer pancakes. He offers to make pancakes, which is... <sighs> there's, I, there's no evidence that Frazier knows how to cook so far. I don't trust his pancakes. That might be a, a separate murder attempt. That's true. Wait, actually, I don't. I can't remember him actually cooking anything for real either. Boiler alert! Boiler jail! Oh yeah, you're in the penalty box. I assume Chef Frazier is season seven. Maybe he's only a psychiatrist in season eleven, and every other season he does different careers. There's no reason to think that either of his jobs in season eleven are his normal job the rest of the series. I guess other than we know he won multiple CBs, which there's no way he's done it from this season. <laughs> Well, Fraser plays this out with Niles returning the cleaned aprons. Every employee offers him a straw, but he reveals his metal carrying case full of them. Yeah, look at Niles being environmentally friendly in 2003 with the reusable straws. I don't think they were reusable. I think he just had a carrying case for disposable straws. Yeah, I didn't think they were reusable. Why do you think they were reusable? They were that same red that all other straws are. I don't know. I thought maybe Niles was, uh, you know, fashion forward, but I guess I was wrong. Sorry. He's no Frank. That's true. Oh, I'm sorry. Not you. Not Not you. 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 (laughs) I was so confused for a second. I'm like, what? (laughs) You were right to be confused. That was a confusing thing to say on this episode. You're both both fashion forward and you hate the environment. Don't worry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I was very confused. Frank, for, for, for your clarity, Frank was our favorite character, uh, played by who? Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eckhart in uh, one of the last. My name is Two Face. Okay. The guy from Thank You for Smoking. That's. I think we've gone through his whole IMDb, but he was great in Frasier. I did. I. I think this was my favorite um, bonus scene, though. It was yeah, a good one. It was a good one. Do you think That's if uh, if someone was naked in your coffee shop? The next time they showed up, would you just kick them out or would you offer them every straw you could find? Definitely offer them every straw. Even before he, like, they were so kind to him. Like, they were, like, she was making him a coffee right away and they were all smiles. Like, they were ready to call the cops, like, not that long ago. When someone's naked in your, in your place of work, you call the cops. It doesn't matter. Right, but when, how the much naked you man, when the naked man returns, you're, are you going to be that cordial? 
The only reason they no. would is because, well, the cranes are like at least 40% of their business. I have True. to assume. That's that that's my plausible. assumption. But it's still totally fair that even if they're most of your business, you still call the cops when one of them is fully naked in your place. Yeah. It's just because they were afraid of Roz. They weren't doing anything. I, I, that, I, I'll take that as canon. Yeah, they're just so afraid of Roz that they're just going to be nice to Niles no matter what. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that is good. Roz yeah. is frightening. If you if you cross Roz, you would you would be up at night the next day. If you cross Niles, you'd be like, whatever. <laughs> I bet Roz killed a guy. Ah. <laughs> I think that makes sense. I think that's evident in this in this particular episode. Yeah, if if of all this cast, if you ever needed to bury a dead body, you know you're going to Roz. Maybe Daphne, I, yeah. but definitely Roz. A, a young Marty, maybe. Now he takes out the dumpsters. Yeah. yeah. Once he's done shit in the dumpsters, he'll he'll kill you. <laughs> so Frank, did you think this was a good episode? I did. Yeah. Definitely one of my favorites, I think. Really? Wait, favorites? I, wait, whoa, yep. whoa. Of all seasons? It was one of my top ones, I think. Now, keep in mind, I haven't seen the other episodes except for the ones immediately around this one in... Actually, it may have been like five or so years, so... but So when you I watched mean, it was, this again, was it, uh, was it better than you remembered it being? No, I actually... I think I liked the episode... No, actually, I just really like that scene. I like the scene where then the gunshot actually goes off. Marty's gun goes off, and they're uh, yeah. trying to cover up the bullet holes and cover the statue and shit. That's one of my favorite scenes in the show, I think. But um, yeah, that's good. That is a good scene. I thought you were saying the naked Nile scene because that's one of that's a that's a favorite of mine. I remembered that scene. Did not realize that was this episode. I was so so excited when it showed up. I was like, oh, that's this episode. Yeah, yeah. Wait, this, is there a chance? Is there a chance this is like a top ten episode for you? Hot. I it could be I, I will say it's safely maybe top fifteen. I don't know about top ten, but I'd say top fifteen. Wow. You seem so nervous as if there's any repercussions to that answer. There's no, so there's, many there's... though. Yeah. I'd give <laughs> I'll it, never let him forget it. I'd I'll give the show uh five out of seven straws. Nice. I like that. I like that it's seven. Like it's I, well, an I don't, absurd I don't, number if, to choose. If, if this is a top fifteen episode, uh, that's not great. Five out of seven is a little low. Unless you can only do whole straws. You can only do whole straws, man. There's no short straw? Not not those 90 straws, dude. You try to short yeah, straw that, that thing's falling apart. You're right, you're right. Brad, what about you? Did you like this episode? Yeah, hi, it's Bradley. Um, I actually really did like this episode. Um, I thought it was a really good one. I thought the jokes were pretty great. I, uh, Curtis, similar to what you were saying, I did not remember this episode being as good as it was and so that made me very very happy so i'm going to give it an a minus and also mark it as my fa- my second favorite episode of all the you ones we've watched so far you don't do that part that's not you well, you, you just give it the letter grade that you forget how letter grades work when it's something special like this i do i add that in because it's my second <laughs> favorite so far buddy mm-hmm. uh, how about curtis? you curtis yeah how about you curtis well i would say uh yeah, I agree. Great app. Uh, I very much remember the Naked Nile scene. Uh, that is the cornerstone of the episode, although the whole episode's pretty good. Uh, I originally ranked this for myself as the fourth out of the 17 we've watched. So pretty high. Uh, but I gotta say, uh, I, I made an interesting move. So my, my boyfriend has never seen any of Frasier. And I, I asked if he wanted to watch this episode with me. And he foolishly agreed. And uh, at one point in the middle of the episode, he just said to me, who's Frasier? <laughs> <laughs> but, Everyone um, knows if you're trying to get your significant other into Frasier, you show them your favorite 51 episodes in canon order. Uh, but he, he at the end, I, I kind of thought, like, this is 
a weird random thing to watch. He's not going to enjoy this. Uh, this is a terrible idea. But at the end, he said he liked it. He he thought it was funny. So I think for that, I'm going to shoot up at the third overall. That's a weird Ooh, reason right. to give a plus one. <laughs> and yet that's what I've done. Ryan, bring us home from the upside down. So I, this one was interesting. I was like so taken aback by it where we were for one and like what was going on i didn't expect to be jumped right into like a mid-plot episode uh so i didn't realize how good it was kind of till we were going through each scene it it is much better than i gave it credit for Uh, you have easily best daphne i think best Roz. i probably best niles not your best fraser which is i think is good for for joke purposes I loved it. I just every scene was so great, smooth, some top tier ends of scenes like you pointed out, Brad, top tier jokes all around. Uh I it's still not getting to the to Fraser dancing in a diaper on stage level, but it was really good. I mean, we're looking at uh I'm going to say 9.1. Nice, very good. Very high. Yeah, definitely very high. Anytime someone's naked in a coffee shop, I'm going to score it high. Let's start there. I just I'm I'm looking forward to all the other naked ups we're gonna get all the nudity in, in Frasier because clearly it's that, and if anyone great. squeezes one off into a dumpster I'm I'm there <laughs> these are what I'm here for. <laughs> Now for a new segment. It's called Rank the Rating. I've got a list of the top 100 TV shows from the 2003 to 2004 season. I'm going to name and briefly describe some of them, and I want you to agree upon whether these were shows that were ranked higher or lower than Frasier. We're trying, to, we're trying to figure out what what's... The- do we get to know who ranked these? It's yes, it's it's like a over under situation. So so this oh, is I know just, that. is it Metacritic? Is it Rotten it's Tomatoes? actual ratings? Like this was like at the end of the year. What a maybe. Nelson? Yeah, uh, yeah, a Nelson. That's like old people. What they don't Nielsen. know? First off, it's pronounced Nielsen. Not I'm Nelson. a young person. I don't know what the who Leslie Nielsen raised things on. I don't know how this works. Look, Nelson watched every <laughs> show of every episode from this season, and he ranked them. And I'm going to give you his ranking. That's what we're doing. So one guy named Nelson. Tonight, what his ranking was? His name was Nelson Nielsen, and he ranked all the shows. And that's how advertising was decided for decades. Oh, I thought you were talking about Nelson Mandela. Wait, was Nelson Mandela involved? Is that a spoiler, or is that how the ratings worked? That's how the ratings worked. So the first show, Malcolm in the Middle. A boy genius... And I'm leaving the description. A boy genius navigates life (laughs) with his... (laughs) A boy genius navigates life with his dysfunctional family. You probably recognize the actor who plays his dad from a couple episodes of Seinfeld. Oh, you also will recognize Frankie Mudez from... um, Big big liar. Big big liar. That's yeah. not the name of it. It's not the name of it with um. Amanda I wanted Bynes? to call it Big Little Liar, and then I got confused because that's not it either. It must be Big Liar. With the pretty little liar. liars? No, it's Big Liar. Good um, movie. Oh, but that's not the point. The point is, isn't that I've, that? That's got the dude like a good actor, isn't it? As the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. The, the important thing I oh. like to say. I think wait. So wait. Do we get? Yeah. Do we get to know what season of Malcolm in the Middle it was? Ah, uh, you. That's a great question. I did not look that up, so I do not know. So we just got to take uh, a stab at what what we're going up against. Wait, that's, that's a, that would make it a little better, but okay. Next, the next time we do this, I will look that information up. For this one, I don't know. I will all say, right. if this helps, uh, Frasier ranked 41 out of all shows that year. So do you think Malcolm Noodle is higher or lower? So I think this was, this was a yeah. late 
Malcolm in the middle season. I want to say they ended around 2006-ish. Yeah, I, my, if I had to guess, I would say Malcolm's lower. I don't know if it ever got a, a lot of street cred with the critics. I mean, it definitely won Emmys, but it was definitely critically under-acclaimed as well. And yeah. I, I never gave it the credit it was due. And then going back and rewatching Malcolm in the middle is a treat. Yeah, Highly I recommend. I've never watched any of it. What? Yep, never watched Malcolm in the middle. Frank, can you get off this podcast and go watch all of Malcolm in the Middle right now? You have you have work to do. Uh, Kurt, wow. Curtis, where would you rank it? Well, I know. Oh, he's not. <laughs> what are you asking? What are you talking about? Oh, I thought it was going to be a surprise to him too. Like he had a producer saying this in his ear. What what produ- what show do you think you're on? I'm gonna say <laughs> that Malcolm. I'm gonna say Malcolm in the Middle was better ranked than last season of Fra- not not last season of Malcolm Middle was better ranked than. Frazier. That's my guess. Oh, oh Mr. Sanso. We right, see. I'm oh. completely we lost. I want each of you to just say one word, either higher or lower. Brad. <laughs> um, I'm going to go lower. Ryan. Low, low, wait, you mean lower as in it was... Lower, it was ranked lower than Frazier. It wasn't as popular. I'm going to say that Malcolm Little was higher ranked. Frank, tiebreaker. Lower. The lowers have it, and... The lower is one. It was ranked 43 to Frazier's oh, yeah, 41. Job, Mr. Said so. oh, damn, that was a tough one to start with, though. Jesus. Next up, Crossing Jordan. Whoa. A Boston Whoa. medical examiner Whoa. is a loose cannon who plays by her own rules to solve crimes because she is haunted by her mother's unsolved murder. Is that Higher a soap or lower? No, it was... It's like um, a drama. Yeah, Amy, whatever her name was in it. Oh, Joe Hennessy. Joe Hennessy was in it. Joe Hennessy is an awesome name. Yeah, and Jerry O'Connell. Everyone loves Jerry O'Connell. I'm gonna go. I think it. I think it. Across the journey was weirdly good. I'm gonna go higher. I mean lower. I'm gonna go lower. What? Wait, what? <laughs> I, I think, I, you mean uh, you mean you mean higher? I do mean higher. I should have just stuck with my guns. Uh, I I'm gonna go higher. I don't think you, the problem is you don't know where your guns are shooting. That's the issue. They're in a. It is. I, I realize now it is confusing because to be higher you have to have a lower number, and to be lower you let's have, say, to have a higher number. Let's say better or worse. Better or worse. That's much better. Punch up. Yeah, I'm gonna better go or worse. I'm gonna go. It was better. It was better than Fraser. I'm gonna go with worse. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't respect it. I did watch a few episodes of that back Whoa. in the day, but I'm going to say worse. Did you like how Jordan Cross stuff? I honestly don't remember a thing about it. I just remember uh, O'Connell being in. Yeah, everybody loves well, O'Connell. I'm assuming because you've watched a few episodes back in the day that in around 2019, you watched all of it. No? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is not one that I then followed up on and watched. Interesting. Uh, so, uh, you have uh, collectively chosen it was worse. <laughs> And you were very wrong. Brad, you were right. This was uh, higher by a decent amount. It was 32 out of 41 uh, to, to Frazier's 41. I'm really good at this game. Th- listen, this was an era where music was terrible. So shows were also terrible. Pop culture was having a rough go. All right. Next up, show called Becker. Ooh, I need to enjoy this ooh. one. A Brad favorite. A cranky family doctor, Sam Malone, splits his time between his practice and the Jadzia Dax Diner. So here's the thing. As much as I loved Becker, I don't think anyone else in America, critics included, enjoyed it. Except for me. So, yeah, well, I'm going to say that it was worse than Fraser. Yeah, it was definitely worse. I mean, I watched a couple episodes. It's Everyone is mailing it in. <laughs> worse. Yeah, worse. It's a unanimous, and it is unanimously right. It was worse. It was ranked Ooh. 65 to Frazier's 41. That's higher too than, high. That's yep, too high. Higher than I thought. Next up, 60 Minutes. 
the oldest and most watched news magazine on television, yet somehow the only thing I know about it is Andy Rooney, and I'm pretty sure he's been dead for decades. My mom my mom still asks, she still tells me like once a week I should watch 60 Minutes. It's never happening, Mom. I, I think 60 Minutes <laughs> actually does well in the ratings, so I'm going to go better. It's the highest rated news magazine. I think my mom loves it, so I'm going to guess that a lot of people love it for no reason, because I've watched yeah. it. It's terrible. It's definitely higher, and it should not be. Yeah, I'm going to say better, even though it shouldn't be. So we've got a universal better and universally incorrect. News oh. is boring. Nobody watches it. 60 out of, uh, compared to Frazier's 41. Oh, that's fun. 60 Ooh. minutes was 60th? Do you think they just did that every year as a lark? You know, it's fun. <laughs> that is great. I did not notice that. And there is very much a possibility that that is a typo on my part. I don't know. A <laughs> uh, couple more. Uh, still standing. The guy Ooh. from the Full Monty is a Chicago area working class dad now. Yeah, I watched that show. It was so terrible. Um, I'm hoping I'm right on this one. I'm going to say worse. I don't know what the full money is. I don't know what this show is. I don't know what's happening. I'll go with worse. I'm going to go higher. I don't know. Why not? Appropriate to this episode, actually, the full Monty is a movie that came out that was about guys getting naked for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, Frank, you're going to break the tie. What do you think? I'm going worse because I have no idea what the show was. Mark Eddy. That's the actor's name. Mark Eddy. This was a bit of a cheat. Uh, It was tied for 41. Which is possible. Which one was ranked higher on the like in the list? It was literally tied. It was like they were both 41. There was no which one came first as you were scrolling. Again, I didn't save that information. It probably would have been an alpha order, so Fraser probably would have won. You you call that alpha order? I'm the leader of the of the word back. All right, one last one. My big fat obnoxious fiance. This oh. is a reality show where a woman is promised a cash prize if she can just lie to her whole family that she is getting married. The man she is paired with intentionally behaves horribly to make her life difficult. Better or worse? Look, I was one of the guys that was rating for that job. I did not get it. Someone else did. But I'm going to say... When you were 14? Yeah, I'm going to say worse. I, this was an era, this was an era of terrible TV. People loved garbage reality, and the wedding stuff has always ranked higher than it should be. Yeah, they still do. <laughs> I'm gonna say it was it was significantly higher. Again, tiebreaker, better break. or worse? Well, sorry, better. I, I forgot the system. I I want to say worse because I want it to be worse, but I have a feeling that it's better. Nah, I'm gonna be right. Okay. Uh, one if of this you is a tie, is... Curtis. We will kill you. This will be a murder, murder most Curtis. One of you was very right. Ryan, you said you think not only was it better, but it was significantly better. This was number seven. What number seven with people? for the year was what is wrong with my people? big fat obnoxious fiance. I can't believe Brad didn't watch all this. This is right up your street. <laughs> I hate people. They probably hate you. That was this era of TV. They People hated people, and we watched hating people. Correct. Well, Ryan, uh, why don't you tell us what we should hate next week when we cover the previous episode at Season 11, Episode 7, Maris Returns. Gladly, Curtis. Frazier gets punched by a soon-to-be-dead man. <laughs> <laughs> going to do it for us today uh join us next week thanks to kevin mcleod for our theme music thank you for listening and it's probably for the best if you don't engage with our show don't do it on tiktok or instagram or youtubes or any of the places we have 
uh, a handle of reverse psych pod. Don't email us your questions. We don't need to hear them. Reverse psych pod at gmail.com. And I don't think you have to waste your time subscribing or rating or reviewing us on Apple podcasts or wherever you're getting this stupid show. So for myself, Ryan, Brad and Frank, good morning, fuckers. Did you say and Frank? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Curtis, good news. I have a bonus prediction. Ooh, I am excited. Uh, It says here, Curtis Sheck will pass his proctology exam. So congratulations, buddy. Ooh. You make it sound like it's a like a test I'm gonna take. Like you, know, you pass go. you will you will successfully pass well, it. Well, wait, wait, wait. We should tell. So this episode's gonna air August eighth. Curtis's proctology exam is August 9th. So <laughs> you'll hear more about this in the next episode. What? It would be oh, August seventh, you dummy. Paramount Plus, if you'd like to be a sponsor, contact Cow Daddies. Nope, wrong show. Wrong show. Wrong show. Let me read you that. Let me read you that. <laughs>